This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. The Cubby House is a show about two cub-identifying guys exploring the big and hairy issues in and around the bear community. This program is designed for a mature audience. It may contain adult themes, sex and drug references, and of course, coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to the Cubby House for the 28th of May. I'm Cookie. And I'm Kevin. And thank you very much to Amy from Kiss My Arts for another wonderful show. We won't be getting naked, but however, we do have a very enthusiastic daddy bear in the studio tonight, so we'll find out. You what- stole my line! Ha ha! You were quick enough, obviously, as you normally are here on the Cubby House. Tonight, we've got a very interesting kettle of fish of topics tonight. So, Kevin, what do we... S- what am I talking about in King Corner? Uh, hold on, let me quickly read down the script. Uh, you're talking about setting expectations. Yes, yes. And then what am I talking about with our lovely guest host? What you seem to do every damn minute that you're not <laughs> being paid is volunteering. Oh, I'm, yes, something like that. Um, then I believe our guest host is coming back on to talk about his enthusiastic hobby. Yes, we're not discussing but what. More on that a little bit yes, later. Yes. Uh, now, you found a very interesting item of news a dna memory storage oh yeah and more on that later (laughs) yes indeed Um, and i'll be giving you a household trinkets for a homely warmth this winter we've got a discussion topic for you tonight here in the cubby house which we'd like your feedback to what virginity would you like to lose this year want to have your say on the cubby house project contact us through facebook at facebook.com slash the cubby house the cubby house project on joy 94.9 Kevin's just stepped back in because we've had a few technical difficulties, but I will not delay. Because technical difficulties? Us? Never. Well, you maybe. <laughs> but we have someone else in the, you know, here that we'd like to introduce. Who? Someone else. Who? Nick. Really? Yes. You have sure? you already introduced him? No. Good. Well, do you want to introduce him? Okay. Nick. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. How are you? All right, Mr. Enthusiastic Daddy. I know. Indeed. It's like, <laughs> I just discovered 42, year, 42 years old, and it's like you know, the meaning of life and all that sort of the answer to life. What is it? 42. 42. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I yes. just realized that. Like six months in. So there you go. So officially Daddy, I don't know. There you go. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, as, a, as with all our guests, we have the rapid fire questions. So the first thing that pops into your head You've answered age. So the next question is going to have to be, name one thing you miss about being a kid. About being a kid. Oh, God. You know, I grew up on the Gold Coast, and I'd have to say theme parks. I know this is going to sound strange, but they don't agree with me now. (laughs) (laughs) I used to love riding the rides. It's just like now. It's just like it's just... I break out into a sweat. It's just like going down a roller coaster. Have they gotten a bit more extreme? I don't know. I did go on that... What was that Tower of Terror one, I think it was? And it's just like I think it dropped for about a minute, and my stomach was still up in the air then. It's just like I suddenly realised I no longer enjoyed theme parks. So that's... Yeah, that's something I miss. All right. Do you have any hidden talents? (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, I play piano. 
I don't know if that's whether a hidden talent or what, but um, yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's oh, yet to be seen. There, fair enough. Uh, what body part do you get caught staring at? Uh, okay, it would have to be men's crotch. Okay, men's crotches. Just recently, since uh, I moved down to Melbourne, mm-hmm. Melbourne men really wear their jeans well. They know how to wear it. They know, they know how to make it. They know how to make it show. And I have found I've gone from butts to crotches. Fair enough. What's the last thing you purchased? <laughs> oh, you two are techno geeks, aren't you? Well, I yes. hope so. All right. Um, it was a solid state hard drive for my MacBook Pro to make my MacBook Pro run faster. And I've got to say, it makes an incredible difference. Well done. There you go. There you go. Uh, what's your current obsession? You know what? Um, Mamma Mia, the musical, the uh, soundtrack, I... I love ABBA, but I didn't uh, realise how good Mamma Mia, the uh, soundtrack uh, with Meryl Streep and all that sort of thing. So you have the movie soundtrack. So the movie soundtrack, okay. yeah. I was sort of a bit of a thing of like, blasphemy if you uh, can't, uh, you know, no one else can do ABBA. But geez, I was really surprised. They did a great job and loving listening to I'm it. A, I'm a really bad gay. I haven't watched it yet. That's fine. <laughs> we, we, we have time after this big event no. coming up in a couple of weeks to strap you down and make you watch it. <laughs> all right. Do you have any phobias? Oh, the standard Australian one, I think. It's got to be spiders and snakes. Yeah. Spiders and snakes. You know, come on, it's like brown snakes. You know, so I've seen brown snakes. Used to be up living up Byron Way, and you would get uh, brown snakes uh, quite often, and they're not pretty. Fair enough, fair enough. I, yeah, okay. Um, sexually, what melts your butter? Oh, is this going to... Okay. We want to be evidence here. It's got to be a good kisser. I know this is. It sounds so. Look, you've, you, you, are you expecting something completely different or no, <laughs> off the planet? No, give us your it's, answers. It's it really is. It's someone who can really kiss. It's. Uh, I think it's just. Well, it's one of the things that gets me going straight away. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I'm not going to disagree with that one. I rather like a good kisser myself. All right. You wake up in a prison cell. What most likely is the crime that you've committed? <laughs> um. Jeez, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good one. Blasphemy does not count. <laughs> I don't think you can go to jail for that anyway. How about soliciting? <laughs> for free. <laughs> for free. Oh. Giving it away for free on the corner of Hoddle and Gibbs Street. I don't know if it'd be drunk and disorderly. <laughs> yeah, that counts. Yeah. Yeah. It could be on those things. Maybe that, the combination of all of it. That'll do. That'll and do. see what I can find. Uh, you're about to be sent to a deserted island that can only carry up to three non-electrical possessions. What are they? Non-electrical. Oh. Non-electrical. I know. It absolutely kills geeks like us. Um, okay. A flamboyant grand piano. <laughs> <laughs> so what exactly is a flamboyant well, I don't know. grand piano? Is it maybe just a, just, a, just a big one, a big, you know, grand, big black grand piano, a Liberace grand piano, something, oh, right. something big, something performance uh, sort of thing. I don't know. Um, it would, I'd have to take my partner. Oh, he's no, got a possession. It's, it's you can't. A, a possession car. Okay. Oh. He's the only possession if you have the ring. <laughs> <laughs> How about a good pair of beach thongs? Oh, hang on, Crocs. Oh, what about no. Those, oh. What about those other things oh. they're wearing now with the toes in them? They've Crocs. they've they've made their way from <laughs> Melbourne up to Brisbane now. So wonderful. <laughs> Do you have a secret question for Nick? 
Yeah, we'll just ask the standard one. Have you answered any of these questions with a lie? No. Interesting. There you go. There you go. There you go. Now, uh, once more, um, we know that you're not a gay bar virgin, but we'd like to know what was your first time in a gay bar? My f- oh wow, my first time in a gay bar. Okay, this uh, it was. Uh, oh, it was incredibly awkward too. We were um, grew up on the Gold Coast, and have you? Did you guys ever hear of Flashes on the Gold Coast? It was about the only gay bar way way back, sort of mid uh, mid to late eighties. I would imagine there'll be a few people that might try and remember that one. And I came out to my best friend uh, from school, and uh, while well, we were still well, we just turned eighteen, I think. And we decided to go up to Flashes to the gay bar, and I think we drank one drink and ran back down. And I think we got a or grabbed a copy of Outrage while we were <laughs> on the way out, and that was our experience. <laughs> Flashes on the Gold Coast. So, how did you actually discover the bear community? I think as you get older, okay, we moved from Byron, and when we moved from uh, Byron over to here, we're sort of like. Uh, one of the biggest things was looking to get back in uh, socially. It was sort of a bit of a, not a social isolation in Byron, but uh, wanted to get back into that big city sort of thing. And I think being older now, you know, it's sort of like you're not 18 and in the clubs anymore and that sort of stuff. I think it's just... Uh, a little bit know, more sedate? It's just a little bit more sedate, more easygoing. Um, yeah, that sort of thing. It's, uh, what do you say? Yeah. So you stumbled upon us at one of the venues or...? Actually, it was more through my partner, I think, that he sort of uh, found out about it. Well, I mean, you guys are well-known anyway, and I mean, we sort of already realised through, uh, can we say, other organisations? Other organisations. Other, other organisations, okay, there you go, the Queensland one. So it's sort of like, there's always, there always seems to be one for each state, I'm sure, all around, isn't there? Oh, yes. We get around. Indeed. It's good. Now, speaking of getting around, there are some virginities, I think, need to be popped in the next... There are, and it's really invasive for once, but we want to know, what virginity would you like to lose this year? And Nick, what virginity are you losing this year? (sighs) What what am I going to lose this year? Okay, you know what? I have to lose my leather virginity. So you've never actually been to a leather venue or? You know what? I I have been to a leather venue. No, no, I have not. I've actually, I I take that back. Folsom in, uh, in, uh. San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. Yes. yeah. Are we going I to think that? There's, a, there's one in Europe as well, I think. But, so, um, yeah. so you're just a leather virgin because you don't but own any leather? I, yeah, exactly. Oh. I sort of, I, you're going dressed in jeans and a T-shirt. I mean, yeah, that's as exciting <laughs> as I get. Well, you can go jeans and harness. That's well, a start. Well, this is, this is where I have to start doing it. So there I'll is have a to, very big event coming up in the next <clears> couple of weeks. You'll have to pull out the leather. I'd better, I'd better get down to uh, doing a bit of shopping. And, uh, Excellent. <laughs> well, we would actually like to know here in the Cubby House, what virginity would you like to lose this year? Want to have your say on the Cubby House project? Contact us through Facebook at facebook.com slash the Cubby House. The Cubby House project on Joy 94.9. Be careful what you're wearing. You never know what you're asking for here on the Kink Corner. For tonight, we are looking at the concept that if you are beginning to get into the, the BDSM or the kink scene and you are going to play with someone for the first time that you don't know, and you, you've got all these ideas from porn movies and you've got things that you'd like to try, might I suggest you don't ex- set your expectations too high. You are going to go in and you are going to try maybe one, two, I'd say no more than three things in this first session. And this is why. 
The realistic time it would take you to do everything they do in a porn movie would probably take you 20 hours if you haven't done it before because you don't know if you like it or not. You don't know if it's something that you'll be able to do again or will want to do again. The time constraints in preparing a lot of these things can sometimes be quite elaborate, particularly when you're going to talk about the equipment, such as the slings, the St. John's Cross, the ropes, the dildos, the weights, the chains, everything that goes into some of these kinks can, also, can take time. There's also a lot of preparation time which isn't filmed. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, the most common one to explain that is fisting films, for instance. Um, you see, guys, the first scene, they're basically straight in within a, a couple of minutes. Usually in those sorts of films, you've got the things like douching, you've got the stretching, the warming up. They don't show you all the two hours prior to that one scene what actually goes into recording that whole setup. Thank you. <laughs> There's also this thing about you setting a destination, like going, taking a trip in the car or flying in a plane. You're setting a destination. Are you enjoying the journey? The thing I really, really struggle with with some people is the fact that they have all these things that they want to do, but they don't. They want to get there right now. They don't want to learn from the experience. And by learning from the experience, you can find out extra things about yourself and maybe it will give you power and confidence to try new and even bigger things. And particularly the milestones in that journey that you learn. Um, you know, like I said, you might try one, two, maybe three things that night. And then you'll go on to another night and you'll try something completely different. And then you'll go to the third night and you'll mix it up and see what different combinations of activities can happen in, in you know, different ways and things you might enjoy. Exploration in sex is always good. Yes. So it's you know, enjoy, embracing the milestones. Um, the thing about learning about what you do and don't like is then it refines what you can and can't do, sets your limitations, and gives you challenges to work towards. There's a very, 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 very good quote from Supernatural, which I absolutely love. Reality on one hand... Porn on the other. And remember, there's a difference between them. Exactly. So that is the kink corner for this week. Thank you very much. Yes. Now, we are going to be exploring your virginities that you want to break <laughs> on, on this whole concept. So if you'd like to let us know what virginity are you likely to want to lose this year, you can SMS 0427-JOY949. You can email on air at joy.org.au or you can join us on the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the cubby house. Or you could call us our tech support, oh, sorry, our phone support person up on 1300-JOY949 and give them a bit of a scare. <laughs> Bears aren't scary. What a lovely. No, I said call the person to scare them. Anyway. Yes. Nick, you survived all that? Yes, I have. I wasn't uh, sure whether I'm too... Uh Join in there. So well, you're always welcome yes. to join can in I, the conversation. Can I mention the one one uh, little video scene that I saw that I went, ooh, Gosh. traffic it was a traffic cone. There you go. Oh, that would take a while. That was a, it was a traffic yeah. cone, and that made me. And there are different sized traffic cones. Yeah. Okay. Don't set your start. Don't, don't don't set that as your starting point, boys. No. Don't. No. This is true. All right. All right. All right. So King Corner is done. Thank you. We're now moving on to you, Nick. Hello. And we want to know all about the volunteer work that yes. you do. Yes. So tell us yes. a little bit about the volunteer work that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, basically, when we uh, moved down here to uh, Melbourne about 2010, and it decided that he wanted to uh, contribute something back to the community, basically. So 
strangely enough, someone did actually mention Joy FM and the uh, taste uh, for radio, mm. but uh, I wasn't quite sure if that's uh, what I was looking for. And then someone, a, a friend of mine uh, who works at uh, the Victorian AIDS Council, said they need uh, drivers to uh, drive people uh, to medical appointments. And mm. I thought that could be a good thing I can do. I don't mind driving around and uh, sort of meeting people one-on-one and... Uh, helping them out and uh, having a bit of a chat and all that sort of thing. So wow. at the time, they, they need drivers, and I believe they still do need drivers. So if anyone's uh, got an interest in it, you can certainly uh, check it out. Awesome. Well, we'll get a bit more detail on that a little bit later. But um, how long have you been doing it for now? Uh, it's been nearly a year. I think I started about August. And uh, what is it? So it's about nearly June now. So it's coming to about 10 months. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like something you're really passionate about. I'm really enjoying it. And what do you th- what do you think is the best thing that, you know, that sort of happened to you so far for volunteering? Uh, it's got to be the sense of contributing. I think it's uh, more than anything else. It's like it's uh, knowing, even if it's just one person, it's knowing that you're making a difference to them. So or, you know, you're helping them. So that's uh, I think there's a very uh, sort of altruistic side to. Uh, not that I had that much when I was younger, but now that. Uh, I'm getting older. Now that you're a daddy. Now that I'm a daddy bear. It's, maybe it's my caring side. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming it has to be very challenging as well. It is. It is. Um, there's, uh, there's some uh, certain cases with uh, medical cases for some people that use the uh, service. They've, they've had some tough times and there's uh, some rather major medical issues. So you sort of uh, you share that uh, you share that with them, you know, it's a sort of, it's a, it can be a bit of a, uh, not emotionally uh, draining experience, but it's, it's something you certainly have a lot of empathy uh, mm. for people in their uh, experience in that. So, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it can it's be challenging experience. at times. Yeah. Now, let me reread through my script very, very quickly. I've lost track of where we are. There we go. Are there any requirements for being a volunteer? Um, I think anyone can, inv- there's no requirements to uh, volunteer. I think anyone really can uh, volunteer. I think it'd probably be best to uh, check out the website and actually see if there are certain things. I know that for uh, counselling services and uh, some things, they uh, do need s- uh, specific uh, academic qualifications. Uh, you know, so I, I, I can't say off the top of my head. but Or, uh, or even police checks. Like I know in my line of work I have to go into schools to do mm-hmm. my, my job sometimes and they now require you to uh, do a, a, have a license which is like a work with kids license which yes, requires yes. A, a background check and all yeah. those sorts of things. Yeah. I th- you know, I'm not sure if I actually did uh, have a police check. I don't know if that is a requirement. Maybe because it's uh, over 18 or it's not actually. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it is working with children but uh, not that I remember having a uh, police check for that. So... I don't think that's a requirement. So by the sounds of it, there's actually a range of different activities you can volunteer. There's a lot of different things you can do. There's uh, for everyone from masseuse to uh, hairdressers to admin staff. Uh, this friend of mine that uh, put me, uh, appointed me in this uh, direction uh, works on the uh, admin, disc- and admin desk over in uh, South Yarra. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, there's lots of different things you can do. Yep. So uh, every, every little bit counts, I suppose, is the important thing to it. Now, where can we actually find out more information if people did want to volunteer? It's definitely going to be the website. Yep. I think the biggest thing, uh, the easiest way to do it, I've got the uh, details there. It's www.vicaids.association. That's A-S-N dot A-U and then forward slash volunteer. All right. One more time? Yep. One more time. It's uh, www.vicaids.asn dot A-U forward slash volunteer. Excellent. And I believe you've got a few shout-outs to do as well? I do. Okay. It's, first is to De Lovely. I know he's going to be uh, listening tonight. 
to lovely Grant Davies. <laughs> the Grant Davies. <laughs> he was the uh, gentleman that uh, put me in touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane Kelly, who's the uh, volunteer coordinator, I believe he might be listening tonight. Hello to you, Shane. And uh, Sue Robinson and uh, Campbell Smith, who are the uh, supervisors, uh, give great advice. And to everyone over in Preston on the uh, Preston team, hello. Wonderful. Hello, Preston team. Now, we just had an SMS from uh, one of our listeners, Sparky, uh, who asks, do you get compensated for the um, the petrol you use with driving? Yes, you do. You do. Just the petrol, it's, uh, there's, right. it's, it is for the petrol. Yeah, you do get uh, compensated for that. Wonderful. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're in the Cubby House on Joy 94.9 uh, with Cookie, Kevin, and our guest Nick, who we've got on, first of all, for volunteering, but second of all, you've got a real big hobby you keep talking about, <laughs> even since, ever since I asked you to come on air. I know, I know. What so is it? It is synthesizers. See, I try to say that as a synthesizers there you go sorry i don't have an auto tune <laughs> function here to, to correct that for you but i do i've had a mad i've had a mad mad love of them ever since um oh i don't know a long time long time ago it's wasn't it's one of the one of their creators birthdays just very very recently there was a special google actually yeah it was too as by bob moog uh, or actually, i don't know if you pronounce it moog or Maug. you hear a lot of people pronounce it Maug. So we're Australian. We'll call yes, it Moog, Luke. mate, <laughs> Bob, mate. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, okay. Obviously, synthesizers are a basic electronic keyboard, which you can then change the the harmonics to anything you like. Almost correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In a nutshell. Excellent. So look, you twiddle some knobs, and it makes some sound. Is what it comes down to. But look, I, I, okay. I suppose what made me okay. What made me jump up and pay attention to synthesizers. It's okay, we're going back to 1979 here when I was, uh, uh, I had uh, my dad's uh, radio cassette thingy and uh, was waiting for the local radio radio station to uh, play Video Kill the Radio Star. And as soon as that piano start came on, it was just like, hit the record button, it's just like, listened and listened and listened. And it's like, those synths and then that uh, sort of four on the floor kick drum came on. I think I think that was probably my first full on gay experience, to be honest. <laughs> synthesizers synthesizers turned, you gay? turned me gay. Yes, oh. there you go. Maybe that's why. That's such, a new one. It's yeah. is is that a fetish item? It, maybe this don't is my encourage fetish. Him, please. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. We've already had one hanky code created. <laughs> Maybe you need, okay, you need no, to... No, 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 no. Okay, back to synthesizers. Back to synthesizers. White and black trees. Indeed. Indeed. I don't know. Look, um, look, I take it there are different models. So what I'm concerned about is if I was to look for a be-all and end-all synthesizer, is there one in particular? A, a major answer. No, no, no. In the same way that uh, certain instruments make uh, certain sounds or they have a certain character, uh, each one, each one's different. I think now with software... Um, certainly with software, it's become a lot more, uh, there's a lot more you can do with it. There's a whole lot of, uh, production and, uh, you know, whether it be drums, uh, sounds, bass, guitars and all that sort of thing. It's incredible how the software way is going with it all. And I'm amazed at, uh, some of the things that are coming out there. It's incredible. I do have to ask, and I'm probably going to be unpopular as I ask this question. Are synthesizers, do they have any place in the modern world? Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, but they have to. Well, hang on, it's, I think so of talking about some of the music. Okay. Some of the music Besides coming. Besides auto tune, some of the music coming up. Oh, auto tune. That's a that's a different. That's an interesting thing in its own. So it's a 
That's um, <laughs> there are entire songs that are built on auto tune nowadays. I would, I would rather hear a live voice. <laughs> I've got to say. Yay. So you think that there's still a place for synthesizers? I don't think it's yes. It's one you end up do you do pronounce it like that quite often in the end. It's just like it gets you eventually. Um, yes, yeah. They'll they'll never go. I think it's just. I think a lot of it's going to go to computer software though. But uh, as I, I was talking to you guys earlier. Um, before we came on the show, it's uh, iPads and uh, uh, iPad and uh, iPhone. Mm. It's quite incredible the uh, software that's coming out on uh, these things now. In particular, it's like Garage Band. I was amazed to see uh, the Garage Band has something like a, I think an auto eight track uh, recording, and where it plays uh, the instruments uh, automatically for you. So you can you know you can have a bass, you can have strings, you can have. Uh, pianos and all this sort of thing automatically played you can just enter some chords so if you have an inspiration without actually being a musician you can still uh you know produce things and uh yeah speaking of being a musician do you need a, a rudimentary understanding of how to play instruments to do this sort of work it, would, it wouldn't hurt to have a sort of an idea of like you know, basic music theory and chords and things like that it's not it's not i mean there's so much information online now it's not hard to learn uh, without any sort of formal formal um teaching or whatever like that it wouldn't hurt to be able to sort of like play keyboard a bit if you're sort of like wanting to play live sort of stuff, I suppose. But um, you can also program in them via, which has been going on ever since the 80s and uh, that sort of thing, you know. My partner had one of the first phones where you could actually program a ringtone, but you had to literally write out the code, like A8, B5, whatever, yes. to actually put the code in. And it was like a, a long thing to be able to do the, the song. And it only remembered one at a time. So if you wanted a new one, you literally had to write the thing <laughs> from the I, beginning. I used to do that too, and I programmed the Monkey Island theme. Oh, he did the Death Star theme. The, there you go. So you must, have, you must have known a little bit about music if you're putting in all these numbers. I was learning music ever <laughs> since. Oh, no, you I could did. download it. You could actually download cheat sheets oh, off, okay. the, off you know, your 25K, whatever it is, yeah, ridiculously yeah. slow internet. But thank you very much. That's and right. I have a challenge for you. Ooh, I'd okay. like you to create a song for us using GarageBand. Submit it, and we will play it in the oh, coming weeks. Oh, my Lord. Okay. I'll, to, oh, I'll break out the auto-tune. In the, I, I want to see if there is a, per- a place perform- in the modern world <laughs> for synthesizers. All right. Okay. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> Thank you for that challenge. And coming up on the Cubby House here on Joy 94.9, Kevin's going to be discussing a little bit more into brain, uh, DNA memory DNA storage. memory. There you go. <laughs> But we're moving on to another topic, which is DNA memory storage. Who you are there? Oh, yeah. DNA is the blueprint for life, and now it can, uh, can serve as a computer to monitor life's processes. Bioengineers transformed DNA into a one-bit memory system that can record, store, and erase data within living cells. A future DNA memory device could be used to track cell division and differentiation in cancer patients, perhaps, or to monitor what happens as cells get sick and age. Sorry. All I'm thinking of is brains. Oh, stop that. <laughs> We've seen plenty of body monitoring computer systems, from chips that can swim through the bloodstream to nanowires that can tap the heart or other muscle. But so far, these systems are limited to very few processes. This new system could work like a rewritable memory in your computer, recording and erasing information again and again. So you can you have the whole memory wiped and, and you won't put in. Oh, I wish I could wipe your memory, Cookie. <laughs> the system flips DNA sequences back and forth between two states, basically the genetic equivalent of a binary switch. One DNA orientation equates to one, 
and the other equates to zero for those nerds that don't know that. The process uses an enzyme taken from, I'm going to try and pronounce this, bacteriophages to cut and recombine the DNA. The recombinase enzyme moves to a particular swath of DNA and flips it around so its base pairs basically read backwards and a second signal flips it back. You get the point. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty, pretty cool. Um, so to test whether it worked, the team modified E. coli bacteria to fluoresce in a different colours depending on the state of the DNA bit. In other words, they wrote words in E. coli. Mm. It actually looked pretty cool when they fluoresced it. Um, so far, it's been able to monitor the activity of the E. coli as it doubles more than 100 times. The team's goal is to produce a bite containing eight of these rad bits um, to build a larger memory system and so on and so forth. Uh, this was taken from the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. How awesome is that? Yes, yes. I can see great potential in this for, as you've mentioned before, um, things like uh, mental issues. So you can actually uh, maybe. Re- rewrite. I think the main thing that they're probably issues. going to be using it for is instead of having a USB stick, you just shove your pink finger in a port and it just rewrites into your actual skin. So how much memory do you <laughs> That's, that's a very large dongle you've got, isn't it? I know. But no more barcodes on top of the skin. Uh, 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 uh. The skin itself will actually be the barcode. It will be the memory. Is it actually for medicine or is it... Is well, it they will probably for come computer up, memory. It's for computer memory. Mm. So there's lots of things they can use it for. Yes, yes. The applications are pretty awesome. Because you were saying one of the, the greatest challenges with optical scanning is that your eye slightly changes every seven or so years. Every couple of years. I don't know the exact number, seven, Mm. six. um, The iris on your eye will actually be completely different. So as iris scans become more and more prominent, they're starting to sort of realize that, oh, hold on a sec, we've got to update it every couple of years because the iris isn't the same. Mm. Whoops. Yeah. But yes, that has been my DNA memory section. Wonderful. Thank you very much. I'm going to be watching that one because I think it's going to be cool. It can't get any smaller. (laughs) I just... (laughs) The, the size, the size are, are of the memory. Are you talking about I'm my talking dongle about. again? Yeah, no, no, it's along those sort of lines. I nice, think. thanks, Nick. You're on the Cubby House, join ninety four point nine. Quickly, sorry, can you pronounce that again for me? Because you seem to have a problem with it tonight. You're in the Cubby House. Okay, good, thank you. Join ninety four point nine. Now, one of the things I've been trying to deal with this week has been the extreme cold and putting up with a half a cold. So, reading into one of my wonderful books, Feng Shui again, um, I actually looked at something that I thought was really, again, a nice idea to apply to your home to help you feel more warmly and homely. Yes, Kevin? Get to the point. Okay. They recommended nine celestial cures, but just nine ideas. Um, Now, the first one is reflectors and lights. So, if you put things like mirrors or crystals or chandelier if you can fit one um, into your home to actually bring in more natural light to try and lighten up the room a bit better because light helps you deal with things as opposed to dark gloomy areas next goldfish believe it or not how many can i eat them no (sighs) well if you want to have bad luck um but this is the whole idea behind the the goldfish screensaver basically by having a pet which you look after pets is number three by the way um but having a pet that you look after and having the, the movement and the the activity there, um, it actually helps you to be a little bit more calmer and actually focus on something else. Pets are known to actually increase moods? Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, I believe yep. so. Elevate um, mood settings, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, number four, three was pets. Number four is harmonious sounds. And we're not talking synthesizers here. You're not getting a wind chime. <laughs> if you get a wind chime for home, it's going to end up in the bin in about five minutes flat. Wind chimes are one of them, and they recommend hollow bamboo. If you're going to go that way, we've actually already got something. I don't know if you've ever noticed it, Kevin, the water feature at the back. Oh, I can't hear that. Running water is another thing. Rain, rain on a... Rain on a nice... Tin, not tin, a tin, tin, tin roof? Tin roof, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, basically natural sounds that kind of help elevate the Do they the call that something like white noise? White noise. Sort of, white noise is another version of that, yes. Colours. The colours in your room can be all, all pretty interesting. White rooms are pretty neutral and absorb or yes. create negative energies, so you, you mix it up. You put in colours uh, such as you know, reds or pastels in, on the walls um, to kind of lighten the mood. Um, plants. Again, that whole natural feeling and an environment around you, which kind of em- encompasses your own emotions. Unless you're like me and you have a brown thumb and you can kill a plant by looking at it. <laughs> then you live with a green thumb like me that makes it <laughs> you're right. Yes. Moving items. So we've, we've got fountains before, wind vanes, um, rotary fans, grandfather clocks even, because you've got the pendulum swing is one movement. And... No, we're not getting grandfather clocks. No, I actually, I, I, I purposely stopped the grandfather clocks at my partner's place. Yes. No ticking. Ooh. And in this moving items, there's also another one which a few of the bears I know would like. Bunting flags come under this category. Really? Really. Yes. Someone has got to have to explain to me what a bunting flag is. We will show you. Okay. You will yeah, see them at Southern Hibernation. String, uh-huh. Strings of flags. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, now I do know. Um, heavy objects such as stone statues. Are we moving the heavy objects? <laughs> no, it's if you've got too much energy there to help you channel the ground or ground the um, the heavy energies around you. And finally, musical items, which instruments could involve synthesizers with, but ideally, Excellent. feng shui wise, flutes and fans. Do you have a flute at, or a fan at what home? About? I have an p- electronic piano, and that is what I'm sticking with. Thank you. Pan flutes. Yes, pan flutes. Yes, again. Maybe. Been five minutes. Pamphlets, yes. Electronic piano <laughs> stays. That's mine. Well, yeah. Good luck to me actually picking the thing up and putting it in the bin. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, so thank you very much. Just some ideas to throw around the house to try and help you alleviate some of these ill feelings this winter. You're in the Cubby House, Joy 94.9. We have been asking you this hour, what virginity would you like to lose this year? Thank you very much for the few responses we've had tonight. Well, quite a few. Uh, Kieran says, underbear jockstrap attire virginity. I'm assuming that means going to underbear in a jockstrap. Hands up, people that have gone to underbear in a jockstrap. Yay. One, two, no Yeah, Nick. my very first one. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, and Karen says, mud wrestling virginity. Okay, if you're going to do that, you've got to let us film it. Um, she <laughs> says, never done it, but it looks like fun. And Spikey would like to lose his virginity virginity. Yeah, Uh-oh. I, I think that was a joke, though. <laughs> um, um, sure. Uh, I'm not sure. But he says he hasn't even been to underwear yet, so yes. I think he wants to go to underwear. Yes, he's quite the Well, there's time. one coming up very soon. Indeed. Now, we are going to be doing a show next week. As we do every week. Well, not just a hour. 
a two-hour show. Bum, bum, bum. Plus yes. next week is Radiothon too. Yes, so keep in mind we're going to be plugging two big things that coming up next week, so stay tuned for that. Get your credit cards ready to renew your... Give us your money. <laughs> <laughs> Memberships. <laughs> I, I say for, for Joy and for Vic Bears if you are due to renew as well. Now, before we let you go, Nick, yes. we do have a question we always ask our guests. Okay. What is your one most important piece of sex advice you'd give your virgin self? <laughs> oh, God. Be honest. <clears throat> okay. Block your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use mortine on crabs. <laughs> Don't use mortine on crabs. And I'm not talking about the ones on the beach. That is very good advice. Highly, highly recommended. Yes. <laughs> Instead, what would you Take suggest they do? Go to May- the doctor? Maybe go to the doctor or maybe go to the chemist. Oh, and also don't ask a person that looks like they're stocking the shelf at the chemist for crab cream either because they turn around and say, I don't work here, which is just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did that in Sydney. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, clearly you haven't changed a lot. Yes. Okay. Good. Thank you very much for coming along, Nick. Thank you for having me. Now, for anybody who hasn't seen your face before, will you be joining us in Southern Hibernation this year? I will be, yes, indeed. So you're going to have to stay tuned for details as to what's coming up. Indeed, fantastic. Yes. We might even get you on for a Vox Pop during Hibernation. I think that might be appropriate, yes. Now, we've only got another minute before we have to love you and leave you for this week. So, Kevin, how can people get hold of us if they have missed something throughout the show? Oh, hold on, we- let me read through this quickly. Okay, they can find us at the Cubby House website, which is thecubbyhouse.net.au. They can contact us via email, which is at contact at thecubbyhouse.net.au. And they can jump on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash thecubbyhouse. And make sure you like the page. We are six or four hundred. That's correct. Now, if you have missed anything on the show, we do podcast the show throughout the week, which can be found on iTunes or via the website, thecubbyhouse.net.au, for the RSS feed. And thank you, Nick, for joining us. Thank you. For tonight, I'm Cookie. And I'm Kevin. And we'll be back with another two-hour show in our Radiothon special next week. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.